Kyrene, and welcome to The Greek Geek, the podcast where we talk about all things to do with biblical Greek, or Koine Greek, as it is called, the Greek of Jesus' day, the Greek of the New Testament. And my name is Christian. I am your Greek geek, your host. I do not present myself as an expert on the language, but as someone who loves the language, has studied it for over 30 years, and loves to talk to other people about it. In today's episode, we will be talking about the Greek verb, and particularly about tense. And uh, yeah, I know you're thinking about that old joke, aren't you? Oh yeah. The guy walks into the doctor and he says, I'm having that bad dream. Every night I dream that I'm a wigwam and the next night I dream that I'm a teepee. And then the next night I dream that I'm a wigwam and a teepee. And it goes back and forth. Wigwam, teepee, wigwam, teepee. And the doctor says, I know the problem. And the man says, yeah, what's the problem? And the doctor says, you're too tense. Oh, Terrible joke, I know. But anyways, we will be talking about tense, tense. And before we dive in, we have to talk about what the primary consideration of tense is in the Greek language. Well, in Greek, the primary consideration of tense, now this is important, don't miss us. The primary consideration of tense in Greek is actions art, actions art. And that is a German word, which means kind of action. It is the primary consideration of tense in the Greek language. And there are three kinds of action to consider. The first is something we call durative. The second is punctiliar. The third is state of completion. So, one, durative. Two, punctiliar. Three, state of completion. Durative, punctiliar, and state of completion. Durative has this idea of ongoing action. So if I said running, that would have the idea of an ongoing action. I am running and it is going on, an ongoing action of running. Punctiliar presents the action as occurring at a point. So I run. It doesn't say if I'm running in an ongoing way, it just simply says, I run. You don't know if I do it habitually. You don't know if every morning I get up and I go for a run. You don't know if on very rare occasions I run. You don't know if this, I run when I, I, I have to. You don't know if I ran this morning. You don't know if I ran this evening. Uh, I simply said, I ran or I run. Now then state of completion represents the action as complete. And it gives this idea, I have run, or I had run. And the idea is, I have run with the result, there's a resultant state. Perhaps that resultant state is, I am tired, or I have arrived at my destination. So the primary consideration of tense in Greek is the auctions art, or the kind of action. And we said there are three kinds of this action, durative, punctiliar, and state of completion. Well, that's the primary consideration of tense. The secondary consideration of tense with the Greek verb is the time, the time of the action. And this is what we normally think of when we think of tense in English, the past, the present, and the future. And here, the tenses of the indicative are divided into two classes, primary and secondary, primary and secondary. In the primary classes, or what we would call the principal tenses, 
we speak of the present and the perfect, which express the present time, and the future and the future perfect, which express future time. Then the secondary or historical tenses, and these would include the imperfect, the pluperfect, and the aorist, all which express past time, and all being marked by the prefixing of an augment in the indicative mood. Now, here I want to pause for just a minute, because all those are normal expressions to most English speakers, except for one, the aorist. And uh, I've had many Greek students over the years who pause and say, aorist, what is that? What is this weird word, aorist, and what does it mean? And, and I have to be honest and tell you that I've been stumped myself over the years. And, just tell, and often I'll just say, I'm not really sure. I'll have to look it up someday and let you know. Well, that day has arrived, and I have looked it up, and I can come back to you and say, this is where the word aorist comes from. And not surprisingly, it comes from a Greek word, aorist. It is from Greek. Aorist is past tense or secondary tense. It refers to past tense. It is a punctiliar past tense or secondary tense, meaning it's an undefined occurrence in the secondary past. It is spelled A-O-R-I-S-T, and it is pronounced aorist, pronounced aorist. Uh, the A is from the alpha, which means not. The uh, O-R-I, the O-R-I, ST comes from the Greek word haridzain, which is an infinitive, haridzain, meaning to define or to limit, to define or to limit. So when we put the alpha with this infinitive meaning to define or to limit, it means without boundaries or without horizons, to have no horizons. So, this word, aristos, means indefinite. It means indefinite. And it was in the late 16th century that this word began to be used to describe a tense that had no boundary in the Greek language. So, let's review one more time what we've got. When we come to the Greek verb, we're dealing with issues of tense and voice and mood. Today, we've talked about tense. As we've talked about tense, we've recognized that there is a primary consideration and a secondary consideration. The primary consideration, the thing that's of utmost importance, is counterintuitively, at least for English speakers, is auctions art or kind of action. It's not time of action, it's kind of action. And that kind of action can be broken down into three parts, durative, punctiliar, or state of completion. Durative means ongoing action. Punctiliar represents the action as occurring at a point. State of completion represents the action as complete. That's primary consideration, the uh, actions are the kind of action.
The secondary consideration of the tense uh, is the time of the action. Is it past or present or future? The, the secondary consideration of tense is divided into two classes, the primary or principal tenses and the secondary or the historical tenses. Within the primary or the principal ones, we have the future and the present. And then within the secondary, we have uh, the imperfect, the pluperfect, and the errorist. The imperfect, for instance, would be the ongoing in the past. I was running. And then the aorist, expressing a pastime that's undefined. I ran. And so these are the uh, simple statement or a, a simple overview of the past. I hope you've uh, given you a good review of what perhaps you learned back in college or in seminary, and I hope we filled in some of those little, those little holes that you might have had, particularly uh, filling in that block about what in the world did that word aorist mean? God bless, Kyrene. The Greek Geek comes to you from the Finger Lakes region of New York and is brought to you by Tip Ross Head Productions.